Can I get to the yams? Sweet yams. Can somebody tell Will to retire this song, please? Like, just straight up retire it. Like, let retire. it go. Let it, let I'm it never, go. I'm never retiring a song about Let you. it go. Yeah. I'm so old, tired of the yam song. So let it go. Will ill. It's All right. Funny. Cause you showing your age with that song. Cause not even. First of all, that is my annual Christmas song. Like, what what's gonna happen at the end of November is Shakira is gonna start playing "Let It Snow" by Boyz II Men. I'm gonna play the whole album, and I'm gonna watch the Christmas Story because those are two things that is my tradition that I do during Christmas time. I just want so you hater know. over there. I just want you to know they that will. Let us know it's really about crack. No, it's not. Shut and up. They, they from they from North Philly, dog. When they say let it snow, they saying yo. They're not talking it, about crack. They're like yo, let it, let it snow. <laughs> and you out here singing. It's a double entendre. It's like what well, hope we talking about. Anyway, we want to welcome you to this week's episode of the Culture Gumbo Podcast. What by Shakira and the crazy one in the corner, Will. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just, we'll, we'll just Teddy Farrell. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> hey, ladies, how you doing? You see my luxurious skin. I'm not shaving right now. Um, for a, a friend of mine, and I'm also looking to bring back Slim Fat Jesus. So, um, well, you gonna cut it off and donate it? No, nah. <laughs> I got so I got challenged to. Not only grow my hair out, but grow my beard out. You know what I'm saying? I'm beardly challenged because, you know, God. Are you pat your patchy beard? God, well, no. See, because the thing is, yo, if you actually look like get close to my face, I my I have uh blonde facial hair on my face. I'm not gonna dye it. It's stupid. But it's you could jeans. though. It's jeans because George Washington was my great 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 grandfather. Mm. Um. But I'm getting, I'm growing my hair out and my beard out so I can become slim fat Jesus. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get this one ab. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the ladies go crazy. Mm, be- all right, ladies, attention, attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, right. so you, so you, so you got your how Stella got her groove back braids, and now I was like, you, you too good to? Nah, nah, nah. That's never the case. You right. know, this is all about not doing your hair. Yes. Thank you. Some guys. some some man who uh some man who pro black and, and he eat bean pies was flirting with Shakira today and they had a spirit of and he had 10 rings Nashi, on Nashi he had a ring for voice. every finger and he had a horn anyway he might he might see this episode you never know but either way it was a hot mess that org but I was happy to see black people in Nashville let me not I mean you know you get excited you're like oh black there they are um anyway <laughs> let's start the show will how you feeling how have this week been for you we kind of had a, a little bit of a quick hiatus um but don't worry back to regularly program scheduled programming or however they say it um talk to me yeah i mean after our um after our challenge um I felt like it was needed for both of us to be able to, you know what I'm saying, reconnect with ourselves and 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 do the things that that we need to do or something that was a conversation that we both had 
Um, so I've literally kind of just been working on myself, man. I've been like resting and relaxing. I mean, of course, I, you know, I'm still um, shooting um, other podcasts also, but I cut back dramatically on everything. So you'll start to see me back on your screens um, soon because I'm, you know, what I'm saying I'm back. But it was a much needed rest. Um, I feel like I'm learning more and more how much rest and self-care is important um and my and my therapist was like yo i'm proud of you, you know what i'm saying she's fine so i'm with that but she's not finna give me no play because she she like 55 56 and she keeps telling me that i remind her of her husband so she's not gonna do my shit so <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh all how right you feeling? well, well how, you, uh... how you feeling <laughs> i'm feeling super empowered um as we close is we're in this fourth quarter right it's october so starting the fourth quarter um ending strong um i have been as you put it you know we working on ourselves in continuance of the challenge that we did the 90-day challenge um and right now it's just uh, about refocusing Mm -hmm. I think that's definitely the goal for the end of this year for this quarter is to kind of refocus. Um, I have had a lot on my plate um, and I might have a lot on my plate for the next six months, but my goal is, you know, after that six months, things are going to start to die down for me and I'll have more freedom to be able to, to, to not just have the self-care and the personal things happening, but really for us to um, really take this podcast to the next level um, and even the additional podcast that will be coming soon. I will not give the name of it yet, um, but uh, there will be some promotions happening soon on that um that will be a podcast that i have myself and hopefully people will tune in um but i know why i'm doing it so it's okay so uh other than that you know it's really just about refocusing so i'm refocusing right now and and putting putting me first um in just like you said like getting rest um, so taking a little vacation next week, but we will still be recording um, and using that time to kind of just like, literally, I might just be in a hotel for a whole day, like in the bed, like doing nothing um, and then exploring a, a city. So, um, so yeah, so it's been good. I'm glad to be back and, and ready to, to get this, you know, just get everything going, popping. Most I'm definitely. Not say that no more, but you know, they whatever. still say popping. Okay, I I don't know if I heard anybody say it, but I'm just gonna say it. I'm ready to get things popping off. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I heard that. Huh? <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into uh, our culture news first. So, if you uh, if you've been living under a rock, you'll know that LA City Hall right now is going through it. Um, it's a lot of corruptness going on, especially beginning with a situation where there was a clip plan where um, the city council president, uh, Nuri Martinez, actually spoke about a white council member's 
black sun and use a Spanish reference, meaning looks like a monkey. Um, this kind of set off a firestorm. Uh, if you've been on social media, you've seen that there have been clips uh, with some, with even um, members of the community coming in. <laughs> and I don't know if you saw the one where the lady was came in and she said fuck within about like at least eight times within a two minute span. Um, I mean, it sounds wild. Shakira, give us your take on this and uh, give us a full understanding of exactly what's happening, what's going, what's going on currently. So, I mean, the fact of the matter is people don't realize that we have these new things, these things called cell phones um, (laughs) that can pretty much record at any time. And sometimes people in power don't realize that they are the ones being recorded. Um, I'm sure right now he's kicking himself all the way in the behind because of this audio that was leaked from 2021. And he probably thought it would never come out. Um, And the fact of the matter is he talked about the black son. Um, He talked about um, Jews, Armenians, uh, Mexicans, um, or Asakans, uh, and I, I, I apologize if I mispronounced that. Um, I probably did, but it is a, a community, a Mexican community. Um, and um, there have been calls now to council members, um, for council members to resign. Um, and Martinez actually resigned this Wednesday because of course he couldn't take that pressure. Um, Herrera resigned on Monday night. <laughs> and, um, and so this just gets to, goes to show you that, you know, you can get into these high places and have this um, power, so to speak, but mm-hmm. not realizing like the racial tones behind it. Um, there were, there has been bribes and additional scandals that happened um, throughout city hall even um there's also the mayor's um office that has had allegations uh in 2020 uh where uh mayor eric garcetti sued the city alleging he was repeatedly sexually harassed by one of the mayor's top advisors and the suit claims uh that garcetti witnessed some of the inappropriate behavior including crude comments unwanted touching mm-hmm. but did not intervene and the mayor denies the claim so i know that there's more that's going to come out about that um it's really sad to be honest, because it's like, you get these people, you vote for these people, right? Let's talk about that because voting is coming up. It, well, not, uh, you know, presidential voting and, and, and some of these, um, you know, mayoral votings have already happened in most states, but um, you vote these people in office and you don't look into the other sides of them, right? You're just hearing their political views, not realizing that there's uh, you know, they're, they're racist. Let's just put it that way. Um, and this has been coming out. I, there's another article that I read about a police officer, um, that was, you know, uh, I'm sorry, he wasn't an officer. He was actually a, um, commander in chief. And he was pretty much saying how he was trying to get all the black people. I'm, uh, I don't have it, the name of, uh, of, um, of the chief right now, but he was pretty much um, just an article I recently read this week um, where he's trying to get all the black people that are on the force off the force because it's time for them to leave. Um, And so I say all that to say, like we put these people in power, we vote for them and yet don't realize the racial 
um, tendencies that they have. And I think that that's something that needs to go into factors when these questions are being asked, um, when it's time to vote and they're, they're sharing their views, that part needs to be addressed because you know a racist when you hear one. And, yeah, and, 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 and sometimes it's just the questions we're not asking. Um, and I think it's time to clean house for that. Uh, because if those are the people in authority, then what are they telling the people that they lead to do, you know? So, um, to me, this is not too shocking. It is LA. We've known LA in the past have had a history of racism, um, and, and, and brutality and beyond more against black people, um, and, and Hispanic community as well. So, um, I hope that all of these officials resign and we get the right parties in there that are, um, you know, that have a, a equal balance to what, what we need to see as a people. It's sad we're still talking about this, but I think it's more importantly now, what do we do? I mean, the thing is that, and I, I, I was watching someone actually titled Celebrity actually talking about, I, I want to say it was Angela Rye. We, we want to see more people in power who are black and brown, who look like us, but we don't, we don't want to go vote. And then right. once, we, once we vote and we don't get everything we want immediately, that person is a failure. Like we don't even understand. We don't even, a lot of times, some of us fully don't even understand what it looks like to have slow progress instead of no progress. And it's like, you take the first slight that something can't get done because of other issues, a slide is taken now. Do I also believe that um, Democrats especially have kind of taken our votes for granted? At times, yes, definitely yes. But there also are points in times where we put people in office more or less where we've won over things and we've been able, actually able to gain certain things. So we have to understand the process of what it means when not only we put someone in power, but the fact that we have to vote. Like I said, we talk about this on the show all the time. We can't only vote for the major elections. It's the smaller elections, such as the city council elections, such as the mayor, such as the governor, which allow us to be able to have the things that we need, not only locally, but federally. And then these people go to the Senate for us. So I'm in full agreement with you. Um, but seeing this play out over the past week or two has been really weird but it, the sad thing is that it's not a shock at all because it's it's basically right. normal at this point sadly <sighs> yeah yeah absolutely i agree so only time will tell to see what happens and again yes everybody get out there and vote and it's not just about voting but look up who is in do you know who's the heads of your cities of your towns or the mayors and the chiefs do you know who they are do you know their names do you know mm -hmm. anything about them um because all of that matters in considering to vote not just saying oh i'm a democrat i'm voting for a democrat you know because you may not agree with all of that democrat's views and there's nobody that you're going to 100 percent agree with but what are you willing to to say okay I'll accept this from this person, you know, versus, so I don't care if you're Republican watching, that's fine, but make sure that that is what you agree with and what you want to see happen. Um, 
in your area. Uh, start local and then we go big as well. So this should be an interesting election coming up. I'll say that. Definitely, definitely. Well, one person that uh, we already know where they stand uh, election-wise and, and now- and who wants to be in 2024 <laughs> vote? <laughs> overall, uh, Kanye West. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't want to give this any kind of any kind of shine or any kind of um, attention, but this brother is literally spiraling continuously. And now this morning, if you it, well, last night, if you got a chance to to check Twitter or social media in general, uh, he's being invited back on Drink Champs today. Um, so first of all, let's talk about this White Lives Matter. Uh, t-shirt so if you did not get a chance to see it um Kanye wore a white lives matter t-shirt hand in hand with uh right wing I don't know what they call white her. girl <laughs> Candace Owens um and and he wore this to a uh a, a Yeezy fashion show apparently that was um, really popular in the show. He even had other models, black models, wearing these White Lives Matter T-shirts. Um, on top of that, uh, recently he is being pushed out of social media. Currently, um, his account was his accounts were temporarily temporarily restricted uh, on Twitter and Instagram um, because he made some uh, anti-Jewish comments. Um, and actually threaten the Jewish community. Um, he's made comments to Lil Boosie about, you know, being bullied and shooting up schools. Um, he's about to he's about to lose his brand with Adidas. I believe Balasinaga is about to let him go also. And then on top of that, um, he's actually being pushed out of J. I want to say is it J.P. Morgan Chase or is it Wells Fargo? Um, he's being pushed out of his bank also because of the comments that he recently made. Um, yeah. And, and the, the weird thing about it is that come to find out now, we're finding out that Candace Owens is actually his, uh, how do you say it? Um, she's basically his, his, his spokesperson at this point. Um, he, she's guiding a lot of his thoughts. She's guiding a lot of his needs and everything. Um, here, I got to ask. Um, are we are we tired of Kanye yet? And yeah. but, but the thing I have to ask is, and, and normally you know thought, I would be against saying yeah, but is I, it, but is it ahead. our fault because we we've 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 made this man into be a genius and we've forgiven him so many times. Well, we haven't, but our, our people have forgiven him so many times, and it's all in the name of him being a musical genius. I don't think it's our fault because I also think that a lot of people who buy his stuff is not just us either. Like uh, us as black people is what I'm saying. Um, I think that he um, he we have given him a voice for so long that he feels like he can voice at any time. And no mm -hmm. matter what he says, from the time he came onto that stage, um, interrupting the war show with, um, was it Carrie? Not Carrie Taylor Carrie. Swift. Taylor Swift. Swift. Um, from that point, Kanye has gone downhill from that point. Um, because at the end of the day, right, he's a multimillionaire, right? Um, 
he roams alone he doesn't have bodyguards he says now you know he don't even i don't even know if he that man knows. got bodyguards that man that man got bodyguards them 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 big ass dudes be with that man 24 7 don't let him lie to no you. when he was on drink champs he said that he came there by himself without bodyguards and they oh, said God. he was by himself they said oh yeah he he has been he was in miami by himself and that don't mean that they're not nearby but what i'm saying is he to, according to him he roams the streets now just by himself i say all that to say i think that we gave him a voice and you know how black people are we thought oh he's saying what everybody's thinking and you looked at that as cute you know it's like laughing at your kid when the kid cursing up a storm and you're like ah, ha, 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 he's so funny so cute. <laughs> meanwhile your freaking kid starts cursing everybody out at school mm-hmm. start cursing the teacher out and then you'll be like why i don't know where this came from i don't know how he ended up this bad well because you allow so much and you don't put any restriction or any boundaries and you laugh at it and you encourage that behavior why wouldn't the behavior get worse? And yeah. I think that that's what we did with Kanye. We encouraged the behavior. He gets to come up and say whatever, jump on these interviews and people like, yeah, stick it to him, Kanye. But what y'all felt to realize is he don't know when to stop, right? As a child, they don't know where that, when to stop, like where that boundary ends. Like, is there a time where I need to just shut my mouth? But it's like, no, has he always been cocky? Yes. But has it gotten worse? Yes. Because now y'all gave you, you know, as in the words of, I believe it was uh, um, Dave Chappelle or on his show, you know, y'all gave that nigga money. You gave him too Mm. much money. You gave him so much money and so much power that he feel like he is invincible. And he will tell you that he feels like he can do anything. And I have seen people on my social media feeds, um, people that I personally know that have said, y'all just mad because he do what he want. And I love that he can do what he want. And I'm not against being having the ability to do what you want, but he don't consider the people he's affecting when you do what you want, right? You still have five children, right? He has five, right? They have five kids. They got five? Or is it four? Oh, they definitely have more than three, hun. Um, all right. Well, he got four to five kids. I'm gonna say because I don't. I can't. I'm not about to name all of them. I don't saint, and I don't know. But I say all that to say, you know, he got all these kids who are still looking at him and his actions. Read, you know, most a few of them can read now. So you're seeing the you're seeing the ads and the newspaper and all this stuff, and like you have to explain why you're doing that do you want them to wake to to wake up and just be reckless right because they don't have to worry about money or anything like that so i just think sometimes no matter who you are even as a celebrity um i don't think there you should just get a pass because you want to say everything you want to say like yeah we're on this podcast and yeah our views uh, you know is my view is my view your view is your view and Mm -hmm. but at the same time when I, when I get to that place, when I get the bag, that don't mean now my mouth should be more reckless because I got the bag. So now I'm about to just tell everybody everything. I just don't, I don't agree with that mentality. And I know that it happens in the industry, especially in our culture. 
Um, but I really feel like, you know, I mean, Kanye West is going to be Kanye West and there's no one controlling him and that's fine. But the more fuel we give him, the more he's going to think it's okay, it's acceptable and whatever. The more you shun him, the more he'll decide I need this something I need to change within me. Because at the end of the day, y'all made him rich. I didn't buy every Kanye album. I, I'm not going to lie. I The last Kanye album I bought was My Beautiful Twisted Dark Fantasy. I don't count Watch the Throne because Watch the Throne was also a Jay-Z album. But, I bought the God album. I bought the God album, but and I liked it. So, no, you know, but I, but at the same time, I can't say that I've purchased every, and I definitely have no reason to buy no Yeezys because they look like alien shoes. I don't even know why people like them. They're like walking around with aliens on your feet. It's just stupid to me. So all y'all spending $1,000, $1,500 on some sneakers that oh really look like marshmallows on your feet. It's stupid. Um, so whatever y'all made him rich. I just, you know, he made more money in fashion as well. So whatever, kudos to him. I'm not going to knock anybody money. I knew you was going to get on here and you was going to put us in the position to be attacked. And that's fine. That's fine. Well, if we're not attacked I, at some point, then we're not doing our job. Well, I mean, that ain't fully true, but okay. Um, Listen, uh, his new Drink Champs episode is actually scheduled to be uh, shown today, uh, October 15th. Um, So if you're interested, you can definitely watch it. I am going to watch it. I am. So, so you're part of the problem then because no, you're giving I mean, no, this man no, news. I'm giving no, I mess with drink champs. I, I no, absolutely no, mess with drink no. champs and I no, I support drink champs. So I I'm gonna watch it because I'm not supporting drink day, champs on I'm not supporting drink champs on this one because they better than that. They don't have to do this interview, and they are. The shop didn't do their interview. They could have dropped their interview, and they didn't. You make choices on that. I'm not supporting that. I love drink champs, but I'm not supporting that. I think it's stupid. I think it's reckless because, yes, you're giving that man a platform, but you're giving that man a platform to go out there and be an embarrassment on a continuous basis. So, no, it's, it can be one way but or the other. I think it's bigger than that. It, no, I think it's bigger. It's not I think bigger than it's that bigger. because we've heard. I think it's We've bigger than just being on a, a podcast. Like I, I think until people stop actually purchasing his items, he's not getting paid from. If drink you change. are giving him a platform to speak, you are giving him an opportunity to continue to grow and spread his misinformation and bullshit. Well, There's like he not, said on, on the, the clip, other. on the clip, he felt like if he didn't do. If he didn't do drink champs, he wouldn't be eligible to be president to be a presidential candidate for twenty twenty four. Right? Because he y'all feels like to support that. But bullshit. guess what? Y'all guess what? We do have it. no. No. We do have I, people that's going to vote no, for him. I just, guarantee you. You just sat here. You just sat here and went on a whole rant. I'm not trying right. to get that shit. But do I want to? Do I want to watch it for my pure entertainment and joy? No, yeah, I'm going to part laugh. Of the problem is that we have allowed him to be pure entertainment and joy with his bullshit. Oh See, look, that's God it's telling a you you're full of it. That's God, in front of my face. that's God telling you you're full of it. You cannot support him and then say that. I'm supporting say, no, him. No. I am supporting. You are supporting the, him. The if you podcast. are supporting. 
we both know how the how podcasts work. We both know how how media and public relations work. If you're supporting that podcast, you are supporting him. You're not supporting. He's not getting paid from that podcast. He's not getting paid. You just he's said, not getting paid from that podcast. You just said here Noriega and EFN is getting paid from that podcast. You said that you are not supporting him. You and I both know giving him a I, platform to continue. I didn't give him a platform. He already on it. If you're watching it, you're helping to support the platform. Because I believe in the podcast. Yes, no. if I had a controversial, no. I, I would have a controversial no, person on my cannot. show. You cannot Absolutely. have it. I want the ratings. I don't see see nah. All ratings ain't all, all ratings ain't good ratings, just like all, all money ain't good money either. So you you a slave to it. I want the that's not a slave. It's you about me. The, you part of the bullshit. You might as well go ahead and be like, yo, let me get that white lives matter t-shirt and let me send my support because it's a the devil's thing. a lie. Moving on. I, I, Moving I on. You. Know what I'm saying? Speaking of speaking of bullies. Um, speaking got, of bullies, yeah, you're a bully. You're a no, bully. I'm you're not wrong. a bully. You're a bully and you're wrong. You're wrong and you know it. And you just admitted it talking about something you want the ratings. That's bullshit. No, I don't want the ratings. If Kanye come on this show, he's gonna have to run me the fade first because he's gonna have to get beat the fuck up first. So I, I don't even want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? And Kanye ain't gonna go at no, we've seen Kanye ain't gonna go at no real black people. You know what I'm saying? So he can do that all he wants to. That's why right, he's not, he not going on the. That's um, why Pete Davidson was out here sliding his girl. You know what I'm saying? And still showing her support now because she breaking down and now they they out here talking again so he gonna be sliding to her again anyway okay you support kanye i don't want to hear nothing about it i support um, drink champs anyway go ahead drink champs. um <laughs> this week has been a big week for women in rap the supportive system of female yeah. rappers seems yeah. to have gone out the window yeah. As your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, apparently, Nicki Minaj um, and Lotto had a, a back and forth. favorite rapper. <laughs> had a back and forth this week uh, on Twitter. <clears throat> on Twitter. And this is based off the fact of uh, comments that Minaj actually made about her song being moved uh, from, from the Grammy. So from, from the Grammy uh, rap rap consideration nomination so uh, so what happened is uh nikki's uh super freaky girl song dropped okay it was popular it was placed in the rap category but then it was moved to the pop category nikki went on live and she went on twitter and she made a statement basically stating if you're gonna move super freaky girl from the rap category to the pop category you have to be fair and everybody should be moved. Then she used Lotto's big energy and stated that that Lotto's song should also be moved to to the pop category. Now Lotto, who I don't know if you ever listened to Lotto or seen her freestyle, I don't know if it's really her, but Shorty can rap. I'm saying, Lotto. I mean, and she's not my generation, but I, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I don't hate on her. Get that money. I, yeah, I like Lotto, her. Lotto's, Lotto's not a slouch. If you got to get a chance, go see her funk flex. Uh, Freestyle. Although Nikki said that she could name all the ghostwriters that that's writing Lotto's. Okay. okay. Well, well, Nikki, well, Nikki also said during her live that pretty soon the Grammys are going to be uh, moving all black people out and call Lotto a Karen because Lotto was mixed, which if I'm not mistaken, Nikki's not fully black either, but that's neither here nor there. No. Um, 
Anyway, and there's so many other rap like to do that. I feel like she's single. Go ahead, finish. So they, so they went back and forth. They went back and forth. Nikki tried to basically kind of weaponize the word and call Lotto an entitled Karen. And Lotto clapped back and said, "Baby girl, you're a 40 year old bully." Um, the older than my mom. Went back and forth. Yeah, yeah. They went back and forth with Nikki basically. You know, Nikki stood up for herself, Lotto stood up for herself. So I have to ask you, with all the problems that have happened in women's empowerment and rap, um, and then it was brought up to me about, I, I was unaware of all the beefs Nikki had with so many. female rappers currently. Apparently she's had beef, and I, I don't know if this is true or not, but from reading, um, of course, Cardi B, uh-huh. uh, Made the Stallion, apparently in her beef with Lotto, Something was said, and apparently it was it was something that was referring to Meg the Stallion, uh, Cash Dow, um, and a couple of a couple of the other mainstream uh, women in rap right now. So I want to get your thoughts on that, and your thoughts on the fact that Nikki has now, from my opinion, become what she stated Little Kim was when Nikki was coming up. So I want to get your right. thoughts on that and your thoughts on this current beef. All right. And this won't be a long rant. I promise. <laughs> Lies! Because when we talked so, about it last night, you got worked up and you was ready. I know, Let's but, but you know what I mean? I, I, I calm down a little bit or whatever. So the whole drama with Nikki is the reality is Nikki has been out since what? 2008? 2010. 2010. So she done had 12 oh, years. Right. I'm sorry, 2008, 2009. I thought she came out in 2008. Right, okay. So she done had 13, 14 years in the game. Lotto then came out, what, a year or two? Two years since the pandemic? Fresh mm-hmm. out the game. New, even Meg Thee Stallion's been about three or four years. Like, these are all new. And my thing is, when you feel threatened that people are going to take your place, you go to start singling them, singling them out. First of all, Nikki, you are 40. And actually, I think she's 41. We're about the same age. Um, you've been in the game for over 13 to 14 years. You've had your shine. You're still getting shine. You have, you still have a fan base. But the thing about it is, is how is it the game if there aren't people coming up after you? And mm-hmm. then the people coming up after you, you should be congratulating or excited for them. I seen on, and this isn't a sidebar, but just to, to, to point as, as an example, I was watching Cardi live uh, or Cardi uh, page and it was her birthday yesterday or sometime this week. And the young up and coming rapper Glorilla, you know, came, to her, her, yo. came, came to her studio and she bought her like this a bezeled out watch. Yeah, and yeah. She was like, that. oh, she got me a bezel and she got her, got her some earrings. And she was like, nobody ever did this besides my husband. But that shows like that love for like, she like, look, I'm young. I'm new to the game. I'm only like mm-hmm. 22. You know, like I look up to you. The fact that you even did my song and kind of put me on the map even more because you were on that song. Like, I appreciate you. And I feel like, why is that not happening right now? Like, and then we go back to the eighties and the queen Latifah's and the MC lights women was happy for other women coming up because if 
the difference is if you are a rapper, you weren't the same rapper. Queen Latifah didn't sound like MC Light. MC Light didn't sound like um, Roxanne Sante. Yeah. You know, like they all had their own different styles. The difference is in today's young women rap, everybody pretty much just talking about how they man going to go down on them and, and they got this and that and sex. And so it couldn't have been 10 little Kims in 1995. It couldn't have, right? You only had her and you had Foxy. It wasn't a whole bunch of, and, and even them, they had beef at one point during, during that, that segment. So imagine 10 of the same people of course, the oldest one is going to get angry because now her money is is dwindling, not dwindling in the sense of she, you know, not you know her bank account dropping, but she now got all this other competition of the young younger generation coming up, and they love it. Glorilla, I like that song a lot, um, and I don't I don't listen to all the other a whole bunch of the other rappers, but what what I'm saying is like you should be an example by now. You've been in the game 13 years. You should be at a point where you could sign one of these young girls, but you're not because you're still trying to be the young girl. You can't do in another five years, girl, you ain't going to be that chick. Yeah. That's why you don't see like Beyonce is selective when she puts an album out. Why? Because she knows she can and she's going to always have them, 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 um, that fan base. But -hmm. the reality is she also also spaces out because it makes room for the snow allegras it makes room for the uh you know um i, I can't think of a name right now um i, I um Janae Janae Aiko. and and the, and the, the rest of all of them so those are all singers but i just say that to say like come on nikki you too old for that like you too old son sit down nobody's listening to your rap anyway because your raps aren't really that good anymore it's not like when you first came out when you first came out it was like yo this chick from new york nikki is fire now Nikki got a baby. She older. She just needs. She needed to go sit down. She could still do albums. I'm not saying that she washed up. She not but washed she should, up. Feel like she should be a better elder states. But she person. can be in a. She's in a better place right now where she can pull somebody that's 22. This girl is half your age for real, for real. And you sitting here like, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm about to Twitter beef, and she called you. And then recorded the, did you hear the call? Yeah, yeah. And then recorded the call and you still sounded like a little, I, I don't say curse it, it, for the people. It. I'm not saying it. But what I am saying is you sounded like a little girl on that phone. Like you was beefing at 17 years old. Like, but what you're not saying, I don't hear you saying nothing. And she's trying to come at you like, I respect you. I have, I honor what you've done. She's like, you're just, it's a misunderstanding. And you're not trying to hear that because you're trying to create the beef. So you can put out a song and everybody buys it. We know your game. We know your game, Nikki. So, Give it so, up. Okay. So, so here, here's the thing, right? I can understand defending your territory if you feel like you're wrong. I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a, a dog in this fight. I, I do understand what a lot of people are saying because I'm not as tapped into, I mean, no disrespect, but I, 
I don't just be out here listening to Nicki Minaj because I'm like, that's the greatest thing I want to listen to. Um, but I do understand that there are a lot of people who don't agree with the stuff that she does. And what I'm finding weird is one of my one of my homeboys from high school um, that I'm cool with and super outspoken, right? He has a nice little social media presence online. He mentioned something about Nikki, but he wouldn't even say her name. And I was like, yo, why you why you subtweet? Why you don't just say her name? And he was like, fam, he was like, I'm not about to be dealing with the barbs. And then I did some research and apparently the barbs be out here cyber oh, no, they go folks. hard. They go hard. And I and I and, <laughs> and so like you know, again, that's not, even if they came at me, like it's it is what it is. Like I'm not gonna change my stance. You from like, Jersey and you ready to fight it all the time, so you don't you don't care. That's but not I, that's not it. I'm just saying, like, I'm entitled to say what I want, and I've watched it, I've watched this, and that's why I like Cardi B more. Let's just fall away, put it out there and just throw it. Because well, the reality is Cardi B is not a hater. If we're being, she if we're being is real, a hater. Cardi, Cardi is much more, um, comes off as much more approachable because she she still has that around the way girl mentality, which is what people love and appreciate, which is why like I saw the, the thing with her and Glorilla. I saw how much she um promoted the joint with Glorilla. A lot of the rap chicks out here are so I think it's weird that they're fighting. I'm a big Meg the Stallion fan. I love Meg the Stallion. I think she's you know what I'm saying a, a dope artist and she comes off as a dope person. Also what's weird to me is when you go back and you look at and, and I and I say this um without choosing a side, although you know it, it, I just it just feels wrong on both sides. When you go back and you look at some of Nikki's interviews from 2010, where she talks about paying homage to Lil Kim, and she talks about the issues that she felt like Lil Kim had with her, it almost feels like 12, 13 years later, everyone is saying that about Nikki. Right. And my thing is, if everyone is saying that about you. You might need to take a step back. You might need to reevaluate and look in the mirror because, with all due respect, yo, Nikki, Nikki had an awesome run. You know what I'm saying? That's what and I'm, saying. I, and I'm, I'm not talking about it in the past tense, but from for like a good eight nine years, she it had was a just hold. Nikki. She it had a chokehold on rap because it was just her. She didn't have so no. It does look bad that now all these other women are coming up, and now it's like. Now it seems like you have a problem with everybody and you're picking and choosing. Because she thought it would just be her and she was just, it. she felt like I'm the best female rapper and there's nobody else. And I'm like, if there's nobody else, you're saying there's no room in the game. There's so much money out here. There's so much talent out here. There's so many um, undeserved <laughs> artists out here. Like, if underrated. I'm respectful and I'm going to take heat for this and I don't even care. Yo, Nikki's nice. She's in my top five, but Nikki's not in my top three. Like she, she's not, she's not in the top three female rappers of all time for me. Like no. in no particular order, that's Missy Elliott, Queen Latifah, and Eve. Like Ooh, that's not definitely not my list. Like so, so here's the thing I'm gonna say about this because I had this conversation with somebody else. Nobody in rap wanted it with Eve. Nobody. They didn't. didn't you didn't see if too many Eve people be stay if Eve would have stayed a little longer. Oh boy. Eve Eve had her run and then Eve ducked in a cut 
and she chilled. You have to understand, he was out here out rapping DMX and Jada Kiss. Like oh, these yeah. are like she was, she these was, are Mount Rushmore rappers. She said she was a pit bull in a skirt. Like believed her. I ain't even just saying it because she's from Philly, even though yo, Philly, what up? Stand up. But I didn't, I never saw Eve doing this. I never saw uh Queen Latifah doing this. I never saw Missy Elliott doing this. You even barely you have social yeah. media. Even so Remy like, Ma. <laughs> she's had some she's had Remy some be wanting to smoke <laughs> but uh, but uh, but i but love Remy, Remy. like I love but Remy, Remy is unproblematic to the point of Remy don't want to smoke unless you feel like you're being disrespectful right she's a new yorker so i love i love cardi i love lotto um before all this other stuff began to happen and i don't know what caused it for nikki or what caused all this stuff to happen i feel like to a certain extent it's more the fan base than anything but that's what she's doing but, this for. But at the same so time, dramatic. at the same time, she eggs it on. Cause like I've seen like where she's like, apparently like there was this one lady who had to file a lawsuit because like they were doxing her and Nikki was liking the tweets. And it's like, yo, if you liking the tweet, it's like the Kanye West thing. If you liking the shit and you giving the shit a platform, you egging it on. So I I, I hope that they get this figured out. Lyrically, Lotto got it, but that's Whether what you got a ghostwriter or not. Lotto got it, so I don't know what, if that's a beef you want. That's what Ebro said. Like, uh, um, he was like, he added Lotto and was like, Stop talking, just write a diss track, just write a because at the end of the day, that's how we beef in hip hop. Exactly, we write exactly. a diss track. We that, that, gotta, you ain't gotta make no phone calls, just, just kill. People careers we all know in the rap game have been killed by a dish. I remember, I remember when Queen Latifah went at Foxy Brown and Foxy couldn't respond. Like right. Foxy is nice. Yep. And Foxy couldn't respond. Yo, you you do the distress. Just like LL LL Shat Shat uh Cassidy down. Um LL said about everybody. Um uh LL has like LL has like a tombstone <laughs> of dope rappers of people that he, he has shut down. So box. it's like your career can die. You know, um, Drake kind of uh, shut um, uh, homeboy oh, from the clips up. You know, so I just feel like I thought she was gonna bring up Meek. I was about to be. Oh, I was I was gonna bring up Meek, but Meek shut himself down. Meek was going so, through some problems. He, Meek, he shut himself down. So we really got it. Ain't nobody fought for that. Meek admitted he was stuck on the drugs and he was stuck on the yams of Nikki. <laughs> All right. Well, go and 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 that again, she shut his career down. Anyway. Yeah, me same um, sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. We're gonna move on from this Nikki drama, but real talk. I really hope that um that I hear a diss track from Lotto so she could just shut Nikki down and tell I want to see that. everybody win, man. And that's the bottom line. There's so much room out here. But if they want to go do it, go ahead because you got, if all the young, these young female rappers teamed up and did a whole diss track, I'm sorry, y'all and Barb's, Nikki might be done. Yo. If they all came together and did a diss track, and they out they- here. That's they all I'm gonna here. say. That's they, all I'm gonna say. They out here. And don't <laughs> don't put 
don't put Cardi on the diss track because Cardi ain't even got to say the hottest stuff out. But the fact that her, her delivery is going to be on there, the delivery like, would be killer, and hurts. and uh, it'll be a wrap. So I want, I don't, I don't want to see a beef. I want to see them all win. I would love to see Nicki and Lotto do like a joint come together. But, but honestly, like, how much longer does Nicki have in her career at forty one? I mean, Hope's still out here. No, yeah, but he's doing something else. What I mean, what else is she doing? She got radio. She got she got a bunch of brand deals. Like Nikki out here. Like yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna take it away from No, she is no that uh, definitely. But, but what her, I'm saying is, some of them has shifted to doing other things. Just like Riri, we haven't heard an album from Riri in how long. Oh, they saying they saying Riri about to have a, a brand new but album. I'm looking forward to a new Riri album because it's long overdue. But what I mean is she took time, step away from that and developed these other areas. And I feel like once you start getting older, you need those other sources of revenue coming in because you're not going to make as much as you once did when you first came out 12 years ago. I just want to say Rihanna out here looking real delicious. Yeah, she got that mom body going she here, on. She out here looking real right. She's super just, thick. Yes, I go wanna, Riri. I just want to put that out into I'm the universe. Right I love it. So let's 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 go ahead and move on. Yes. So the next thing is up, and what I want to talk about, you know, is the question of is. So I've recently in the in the social media world, I have seen a lot of um, these couples, the celebrity couples, have been divorcing um and so the the main question is you know is marriage dead is it old is it outdated are people just over each other do you think it's because of pandemic or do you just think it's like life is short i realize that and i don't want to be here no more so we got anthony anderson after 22 years he divorced from his wife Miguel just got married three years ago. I don't know if that was pandemic making him want to do it. And then he just said, no, um, Tom Brady, Giselle Bootkin, Bootkin, um, they, or Budkin, uh, they're, they're getting divorced. Tia Mari after 14 years, I didn't even see that coming because they had just went on a birthday vacation together. So I was like, y'all just went away like last week and next week you're like, we're done. Gary Owens and and his wife, Kenya Duke, after 18 years, Bill Gates and his wife after 27 years, Tracy Morgan and, and his wife after you, five years. You going years. down the list of everybody? Yes. And the reason why is because although they're ranging from three to 27 years, the question is, is it over? Like, do people want to be married anymore? What is your thoughts? I think... I think in the age of social media, marriage is taking a hit. But I also think it's because women don't have to take men's shit anymore because y'all are out here just as powerful in comparison to like our grandparents, our grandmothers in, you know what I'm saying, in such in, in the 70s, 80s, and even some into the 90s. I think I think it's more or less of the authenticity of it because you still have great marriages out here, man. You got Grant Hill and Tamia, you know what I'm saying? You got uh Holly Robinson Pete and um Rodney Pete. Like you have some, you know, uh uh Angela Bassett and Courtney B. Vance just celebrated, I, I want to say almost 30 years of marriage. So you still have great marriages out here. I just think I think social media has kind of created a facade 
of what marriage is on top of the fact that women are tired of our shit as men on top of the fact that so you think it's just a cheating thing no no i don't think it's a cheating thing i think i don't i don't think i don't think we value marriage in the same way that our parents and our grandparents did I agree. Like our parents and our parents and our grandparents, like these motherfuckers married 40, 50 years. Now, granted, you end up finding a lot of times that like big mama stayed with with grandpa because grandpa was out here, you know what I'm saying, fucking everything that moved that he really was a rolling stone. But yeah, my grandfather, we found out he had AIDS when he died. <laughs> I don't I don't know how to continue the conversation. Well, you said Pop was a Rolling Stone, and he really was. Uh, we just didn't find out until he died. Well, I mean, condolences but, to you for that. I, I mean, that's, no, it was wow. a long time ago. It's, it's, big. it's not that wasn't for condolences. What I'm saying is, like, oh. you know, that grand. I mean, you just kind of do that out there. You were just like, oh, <laughs> Uno, like what the fuck, bro? Yo, you were on one this episode, dog. I'm just gonna put this out there. You were really on one this episode. I'm sorry. Like, okay, should you ask me a question? She, listen, my grandfather had AIDS. He was. <laughs> oh, we should not be laughing about this. Um, <sighs> but okay, I, I just, I think it's a difference. Like when I talk to a lot of my female homegirls now, or when you and I talk, I understand that yo, y'all, y'all be so out here, fully fed up with dating and sick of our shit that y'all just like listen. I'll be by myself. I also believe that social, the age of social media, has changed the way that we look at love and it's to a point now where we want microwave love like you got reality shows out here where these motherfuckers are just going on and they got 90 day fiancés and they got uh let's let's get married and let me get some butt after you know what i'm saying the second episode so like that's kind of how it goes well i guess well like i said in comparison our grandparents and our parents in many of those cases you know they got married after like years of courtship like we we don't we don't we do don't date. Courtship. We don't even know how to date today. I don't even think it's that we don't know how to date. I think we know how to date. I don't think we know how to court. Yeah. Like courtship and dating is two different things. Like there's intentions. I've been accused of it too. Shit. In, in my younger years, you know what I'm saying? You be chilling with a John. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all got three, four months in, and and, and Shirley be like, what are we? And you be like, we're just ordinary people. We just <laughs> With like, she's she looking for um, y'all to date with intention. So I, I just think it's a number of things, but I think social media has literally provided a distorted, a distorted view. Oh, no, I really wouldn't say social. You want to know why I don't? I don't believe it's just social media because there's a lot of people that's not like they don't have their spouses like on social media like that for that reason. Um, but I do think that we've of course not because they don't want they don't want sheila coming to them as a woman but right but i do but i do think that as social media has progressed and just the access of who you could see and how you see it and even uh boosie mentioned it in the interview like you know before social media your girl used to just you know go to work she see her co-workers she come home and see you but now social media she gotta she see all this all these other men and all the stuff they say and they do to with their spouses and their wives and girlfriends and then she come home to you like why are you not doing nothing when you, start, you know when you start using boosie on marriage to be 
I, but I thought that was funny. And I thought it was a really good point that he said, because the truth is people, we, social media makes us compare our lives and our relationships. No, they were they were doing that shit in the eighties and nineties too. Like, are you know what I'm saying? Because Dorothy was seeing Ernest at the corner store when she was going to get the bread really? before she was coming home. Really? Okay. Well, no, and no. You know what we're I'm saying? talking about actual. That's why the cat from the corner store was beating down was, your auntie no, on a regular basis, no. and he he was beating yeah. her cheeks on a regular basis nope. because nope, she was that's... going to the store for some Salem Lights 100s. You know what I'm saying? And she was coming back with her guts dug out. So let's, let's be oh my it's, gosh! It, you know, if you look at it, it's really social media because social media paints this picture of what love is. But <laughs> I I do. I do That's why you had these people doing these doing these videos where it's like this, this there's this woman, but you don't see the man because he wasn't Kelly in the background and, and she grabbing his hand and they they frolicking on the sand and the song hours and hours and hours is playing in the background. This dude, and then, y'all. And then when they turn the camera off, these things don't even get along. Right. And no, so the bottom line is social media makes you see a picture and think that that is actually what it is. But the reality is it's not. And I also think that no one wants to really work at, like we talk about all this self-love and self-care and self, 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 but nobody actually wants to work on how do we work together? What do, can I work to be a better help for you? Because marriage is really two whole people coming together and continuing to to do what they need to do um because because big mama wasn't bringing grandpa no low vibrational plate and (laughs) they was they listen you gonna eat what i cook but i think also i think you also had to look too that thoughts and processes have changed for so long now in defending my fellas also i'm gonna say this and i'm gonna take some hints for this and i don't really give a fuck i don't want to hear how much of an independent woman you are and you can do this and you can do that without me but then you want me to pay all the fucking bills absolutely not uh money monster okay <laughs> if you independent motherfucker then we're gonna split these motherfuckers now if you're gonna do the whole submissive thing and no, you're gonna do like grandma used to do Okay, now all the bills be yeah, but that means you taking whatever. care of me. But that's, I'm a, not that's the thing, though. But see, that's but see, that's the thing, though. And I've actually, I've actually encountered, I've actually encountered this through like watching my friends. There's it, no way I could be. A is that is that the woman wants to be? A lot of these women want to be independent when they want to when they want to be. But then it's like, oh, you're not a man if you're not paying all the bills. Well, baby girl, you're not a woman if we going back to cave caveman time. You're not a woman if you can't cook these biscuits from scratch. You know what I'm saying? Listen, now I'm, I mean, I'm so not like, gonna argue with that. Honest, I do feel time, like it's still it's about and and it's about finding that balance. What does your man want? But at the same time, these niggas ain't shit because they out here listening to Kevin Samuels R.I.P. and this nigga ain't have it all together either. Like like look how he died. Look how he died. He died. Yo, he died with a he died with a BBW up on him. Right. Wrong. Just all wrong. So I just, I, you know, the bottom line is I, I don't think that marriage is dead, but I do think you need to have a certain mindset 
before just getting into it on some just because I love you because it's not just because I love you because that is not gonna last I believe I I, I do want to be married I do believe somewhere out there in the world today that my husband does exist he selling um, bean pies and he arguing with somebody about the black man's plight. Definitely not selling bean pies. We are not doing that. Um, he, he arguing about the black man's plight and why <laughs> Beyonce is in the Illuminati. But I feel like at the same time, I also have to be what you know what he wants in a wife as well whatever that is but that's a discussion and that takes being open to communication and so much and so forth and i think that is is it marriages work point blank period so things change so all jokes aside i'm a hopeless romantic like i love love i believe in love i'm, I'm trying to marry a hopeless romantic i'm trying to marry a woman i'm trying to have us have like Disney passes and I'm trying to have us take trips and I want to do all that silly and y'all wearing the same outfits listen I want it all like I want it all like I want to build a fort in the house and I want to have romantic dinners and and hide out and I want us to be kids together but at the same token also the offer I feel like God gonna send me a romantic guy because I'm not romantic you yeah you need it (laughs) I really take offense to that whole statement I love you to death as one of your closest friends, I can say you truly need it because you be a hard ass for no reason, bro. Even when you were talking about stuff today, which I'm not going to get into, when you were talking about stuff today, I was like, this nigga is just angry. <laughs> wanting the beef. Um, I'm a hopeless romantic. However, I also know and understand that everything ain't for me and everything ain't love. So even in the situations like we talk about all the time, like the women I deal with, they can be great women. But they're not always for you. It doesn't right. always click and it's not always there. And you have to decipher between what's real and what's not. Like, granted, um, yes, looks are important, but nigga, I'm 38. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if I, I can't if I can't have a conversation, right. If I can't have a conversation with you, if I can't be in love with your spirit and your conversation in your soul, it's not gonna work for me because I love conversation. Like that's just the type of person I am. Um, but I also understand too, and, and here's the frustration that it comes out as a 38 year old man is the women who I know are available have been done so wrong and so fucked over. It's Fort Knox trying to get to them. And that's the truth. And at 38, I've been through it too. You know what I'm saying? I've had my heart broken. I've had some things happen. You know what I'm saying? We're all not immune to it, but I don't think we all appreciate the fact that we all come into it with these fears and these desires, hoping that someone is willing to take a chance and listen. So when you get that person and you meet that person, y'all have that conversation and y'all click, y'all can have fun. Y'all can have all these great things in common, but as a woman, the woman is looking for what is this? What is wrong with this fuck nigga? Because I know this. I know that she was because you're like it's too good to be true. Like I'm. That's one of my biggest. I'm nervous and about. The, and I know we got to wrap this segment up, but and the man on the other superior. end is like, oh man, I know something's wrong with her. Why she's still single? Like I know some great women that I talk to, and and this is fucked up for me to say this, but. I, so I, I converse with some women on the phone. 
those relationships are not super close. Ironically, my best conversations are with women that like I talk to on a regular basis on social media. Like these are like friends who are like Mm -hmm. all over the country and we have conversations all the time and there's no pressure, there's no nothing and you're not even thinking about all that kind of stuff. And my therapist was just like, why do you think that is? And I was like, because it's easier to connect with someone that you don't have to see on a daily basis because you don't have to be vulnerable. So like, Mm, I've worked on that. I've worked on that. And I'm actually like, when God brings whoever is going to come as ambitious as I am and me constantly feeling like I'm never truly going to be ready, I'm ready for it because I'm ready for the challenges because I know that love is not going to be when everything is like bright stars and peachy creamy. I know those are going to be the great moments, but love is going to be those nights when like she's studying for the she's studying for an exam or she's studying for the bar, whatever she's doing. Cause a lot of my friends are like in grad school and all that kinds of things. Um it, it, love is gonna be those moments of frustration where, you know, as perfect as she was on paper, as perfect she was in the beginning, that's when you start to see her vulnerabilities come to play. And it's like, yo, you can be a man and stand up and be there to support her and vice versa. Right. So it's like I'm at that point where I'm like, yo, bring it on. Like. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for that genuine shit. You know what I'm saying? My only thing is she got to be willing to chill and watch Harry Potter. You know what I'm saying? She got to like Caribbean food. You know what I mean? And she got to be, I don't want, I don't want nobody who's uptight. I'm not an uptight person. You're not going to get anybody uptight because you're silly. You, yo, you, you will be surprised. You will be surprised. That's maybe because you're reserved, though. You might get uptight people because you can be reserved at times, and they probably look at it like I'm a, so. I'm an introvert, but I'm goofy. But the 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 knock that I've gotten from women who have been interested, and I've been told this recently, is I don't realize how flirtatious my personality is. So women, so a woman told me recently she was really interested. But the reason she didn't allow me to pursue her was because she felt like I was like this with every woman. Mm. And I was you like, gotta change that. You got to change this, that. But that's the thing, though. There's nothing for me to change. Because, because that's, that's no, here's it. my thing, though. Because if that comes across from her, then when you get the woman that you are really interested in, she's going to think you're flirting with everybody. I've got that my entire life. But even in talking in therapy, my therapist was just kind of like, listen, when that woman comes along and y'all had those conversations, like I've been in love before and, and the, and even my exes know that I'm not like that. When I'm with you, I don't see anybody else. It's not that like, you have to understand my, me and you've talked about this, my conversation. The reason why people feel like I'm so charismatic is because I'm an introvert and it's fight or flight for me. Right. And I, and I love being in the presence of women because you guys are interesting. There's always something new. There's always something dope. And I love to learn. Mm-hmm. It's not me flirting. I'll yo, listen, I'll tell you what I'm flirting. You know what I'm saying? And I don't yeah, really know how to point of flirting. And I don't I don't even really know how to flirt, but you'll know because you'll see it in my I personality. Totally don't know how to flirt. Yeah. Well, no, I'm lying. I'm lying. But it doesn't. You've called me out about me talking to people before, but that's just my personality. Right. You're just if I gotta, like if this, I gotta change that one. Super friendly. Like it there, but there's a there's a wall and a boundary of being 
too friendly because sometimes women are just going to come on to you. And I'm sure you've experienced this because of your friendliness or your, you know, they feel comfortable talking to you and they start throwing it. So if I'm your woman, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, you know, like, no, yo, cause that, that understanding is placed there in the beginning. It's not, it's just, yeah. It's making sure that you set that it's, it's making yes. sure that you set that and I said, I said that, that I let, let me say, let me be honest with you. And the, I do the, know men that are like that, and it's is their nature. So it's like, oh, my husband's friendly, whatever. Like I would think nothing of it. It's not my husband that I'm concerned my, about. My first love, the, the woman. My first love, like the like my very first love, I like that I met in college. She always knew that that was how my personality was but she would tell you because when me and her were together I was in Atlanta I was working nightclub business and I wasn't just like one of those promoters where I was making a dollar we we run we were running a club and we would be in there with these celebrity chicks and I'd be all up with my girl because that's all I saw like I got to deal with the celebrities you get them into the club and we get them in there but that's all I saw I went to a I went to a product. I went to a black church in Atlanta and was in a relationship with a woman. And these women, if you've ever been to a black church with a bunch of single black women, you know how this goes. She was the only one I saw. And I made sure she knew it. <laughs> and I made sure the women in the church knew it. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. So Good stuff. All right. We are down to the season and spices because our time is on the roll. Yeah, uh, on the rack. yeah. So um, your boy, Will Smith is coming back. I'm super excited and super happy for him. There's a new trailer for his, um, his new movie that's about to drop on Apple TV and in the theaters, which this time, this one, I got to see in the theaters because I need a big screen. Um, it's called Emancipation, if no mm. one has heard of it. And it, um, he said it was one of the hardest movies he's ever done in his entire career. Now we know all of his body of work. So for him to say that, this movie's going to be fire. Philly, what up? Um, I don't know how I feel about it. You don't like it? It's not that I don't like it. It's another slave movie. Yeah. You tired of slave movies. I'm, I'm tired I'm, of slave movies. I'm torn how because... Many, how many more slave movies we need? <laughs> I'm torn because Will Smith is one of my goats. Like, that's hometown. And I don't give a fuck what anybody say about that Chris Rock slap, especially when you see how that motherfucker's acted over the last seven, eight months. Somebody need to slap him again. Um... But I have a hard time. One, I don't. I don't want to see another slave movie. I don't. I and, really. And I, I and really I, and don't. I think. I think it's really difficult today to have any more slave movies because you still. It's my opinion. You still feel like it's. We, it's fresh in it. <laughs> it's still fresh. <laughs> And you and it's still happening today, just in different ways. Um, whether it's work, you know, I, I was talking to to this guy today that I met at uh, um anyway, and um and I was sharing how like <laughs> whatever um and I was sharing how you know I was pissed off the first time I had a a white man Caucasian um 
a white man Caucasian, I didn't mean to say that, a white um, peer, and we had the same job. And he he was showing me his check because he thought we got the same amount and we were trying to see what our bonus was. It was blowing you out the water. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. Yeah. I had work, I had the job before him. He got the job six months later in the same position as me and had, and he went from one role to the next. I came in as a supervisor and yeah. he was making like five or $6,000 annually more than me. And I just thought, I think maybe 10 because his bonus was much higher than mine. And, I, and he was like, that's what we're getting, right? And I just looked and I was like, yeah. But the whole time I'm like, why is he getting paid this much more than me? You know what I mean? And we're doing the same job. It's just that I'm a black woman and I'm not getting paid. And I say all that to say, like, when it comes to these slave movies, it's only but so much entertainment we gonna have about it. Like, I'm not so many, entertained by these fucking you know, slave like, movies. It's, 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 it's like, how many more slave movies do y'all want to do? We done had Django. You done had, I mean, it, we done had every slave movie. How many times can you recreate Bruh. the, the they, present? They show, they show Roots every year. I, you know, that's one movie I won't watch. You've never seen Roots? I would don't want to. Roots is a, Roots is a film I feel like you should see. I've Root, seen clips and Root I just and, uh, couldn't Roots and Queen wanting to go strangle anybody. It was like well, I mean, in my I mean, in my family that we were we were education on black culture and who we are and where we came from was important. You I watched Roots, I think, as young as like eight years old. Wow. And it wasn't, and it wasn't like my mom forced me to do it, but it's like, yo, with Philadelphia, she wanted to, yeah, Philadelphia schools. And then like, my mom didn't shy away from exposing me to stuff so that like, she kept me as a kid, but she didn't shy me away from like, what was real in life. Now it's Will Smith. I'm going to support it because it's Will Smith. Um, I don't want to see any more slave movies. I do understand also selfishly that there are so many more stories out there that have to be told. Um, and this was a real situation. Movies like Till, which I'm actually excited to see because see it looks it looks beautiful. I seen the series. Done. Right, it looks beautifully done. But I want to get to a point to where we don't continuously relive these things, especially when when you consider that like we're we're going to the movies to see this, right? Then we're coming out of the theaters. And then we're watching the news. Now, I, I don't want to sound ignorant when I say this because I understand that this that cinema like this is needed. I'm just saying it's not something that I just get super excited to see. I go into this with heartbreak, understanding I need to learn a lesson from this and knowing what it truly is. But it's like, it's rough, man. It's but rough. I and then like when I consider like, you know, like to converse with my grandmother who is is mixed and understanding like having conversations with her about how she grew up and even like my mom like you know what i'm saying when she was coming up with some of the things that she dealt with you know being you know a, a lighter skinned child and, and and talking to my aunts who like you know what i'm saying went through what they went through i just want to get to a point to where this is not all we're showing on a constant basis and it seems like films more... get the most burned right there's there's such a bigger positive like 
movement that we could be on when it comes to black films about black people yeah. why are we why don't we have enough of those positive movies i would love to see a film on marcus garvey yeah i would love to see a film on robert smalls which apparently uh, a couple of my friends have had dreams where i play robert smalls in a movie i don't know That's why i think it's because awesome. we look alike um, that would be dope. So I, yeah, I I want to see more movies about Black liberation. Eartha Kid. I don't want to get yeah, um, Eartha Kid's movie is coming actually. It is. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah um, I yeah. So I feel like yeah, I feel like if we're gonna have more Black movies and it's about back in the day, let's talk about the ones you didn't hear. Like, and this is, and I'm sorry, y'all, we running a little over our time, but real quick, um. I was talking to folks don't care if they if they if they listening they listening right I was talking to a friend of mine and um and I was sharing how I didn't grow up I I although I lived in the hood I didn't go to the school that my neighborhood went to I went to a Catholic school it was still in the hood but it was a Catholic school where Mm -hmm. you know you practice the Catholic stuff and you watch you know Jesus movies and and then I didn't go to public school until I moved to a, a, a mixed area where, you know, white, Indian, a whole Hispanic. Um, so I didn't get that opportunity to grow up in a school that shared Black history at all. By the time I got to high school, uh, my town was Jewish. Um, so, you know, we got off of Yom Kippur. We got, you know, all the friends had bought mitzvahs and stuff like that. Um, but I didn't have the opportunity to be educated in, and I didn't grow up in a household that, uh, that was for black education, like, you know, about black people for black people. So, um, I was saying how, you know, uh, there is still a need I feel for a lot of kids right now that need to be educated on black history because there are a lot of schools that do not teach it unless you live in the inner city and you know unfortunately unfortunately there are black kids that live in the suburbs but they don't get taught so when I went to high school you know I mean not so my business out there but you know when I went to history class and social study class I was probably high like I don't smoke anymore but <laughs> But I I didn't, I didn't care about social. Like I was so like, I was on some, like, why do I care about white people history? And, and that's no, you know, no disrespect to anybody. Um, and I, you know, I don't get high anymore. That's not my, (laughs) my thing. So I just want to put that out there. But at the time during high school, yeah. Like I was like, listen, I'm going to sleep because, and I used to tell the teacher, like, uh, one time y'all want to talk about black people is in February. So at this point, there's the rest of the year doesn't matter to me, yeah. you know? Um, and so I still that to say, like, I think that there's still, there is a huge need for African-American studies and more, more of those movies and, you know, parents and, you know, educating your kids because you do have to know your history. Like, you have you don't I, you have to know it for the reason of being inspired to know that we can do it instead of just hearing about slave ships. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's it. I'm done with that rant. But I just <laughs> I wanted to say that. Do it on another uh, rant, and I'll let you do it. 
I literally you let me do it. You did. You let me do it, and you could have stopped me. Like you really could have stopped me. I've been sitting up here texting, texting to you and writing to you exactly what you told me to send to you when you go above and beyond. You didn't send it. it. I didn't send it on purpose, but it's all good. Let's go ahead and write. Anyway, we 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 trying to to keep this time thing happening. It's a process, so just bear with us. Okay, let's get into uh, what you're watching, what you're listening to. All right. Um, <laughs> right now, what am I watching? I have watched so much in the last few days that I'm like, what am I watching? Um, well, I just watched the Dream Team on Netflix, which was mm-hmm. really dope. You really mean the powerful. Dream Team documentary? The Dream Hope? Team documentary. Yeah, I've been on a documentary kick. Um, so I watched that, but last night I was scrolling. I was like, nah, I don't think it's nothing really that good right now. So mm-hmm. kind of pause for watching stuff. I, I think I'm about to pick up some books and kind of focus on reading because I don't really go, think it's nothing out yet. What? There you go because you need to read. You need to read too. Reading is fundamental. I read all the time I wear glasses. When does wearing glasses equate to reading? I'm fucking smart. I'm a black man out here and I wear glasses. I, I say words like sophisticated <laughs> and copacetic. Uh, on a regular basis, everybody knows. Aesthetic is the black man highest uh, word to say. They, oh, I'm copacetic. That's more of a street slang. Anyway, all it's right. Copacetic is not street slang. Copacetic means in excellent order. I know, you but know I've but I've heard that from to... the most hood men because that's the word that they know. So it's, it's like, how you doing? Man. I'm copacetic. Everything copacetic. How you doing, brother? This is how I talk. All right. Anyway, what are you listening to? What are you watching, Will? Yo, the slander is real out here, bro. You, but you, if you if you hate on me, I must be doing something right because you hate on Beyonce on a daily basis. Um. Anyway, Lies. um, I'm I'm watching uh All American just started. Uh, oh, it's on. Started. It's back. Yeah. 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 I see uh, that it was stop, back. Stop interrupting. Me. Stop interrupting. Me. You 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 went on your rant. <laughs> All American is back on. Uh, All American Homecoming uh, has also returned. Um, um, uh, HBO Max just dropped uh, Wall Street season two. That's the Mark Wahlberg uh, documentary show where it talks about him and his businesses all right, and all that. That's on my next thing. Good. Um, albums I'm listening to. I am. Yo, I've been listening a lot to um, uh, tracks from that Babyface album. I don't think oh I heard it's really good it's amazing yo he has and I like that he collaborated sorry let me let you talk yeah it was basically an album of of babyface and like the 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 women of the industry um and also I'm listening to after seven's new album which after seven has a new album man okay I wasn't a huge after seven Seven fan I wasn't not you wasn't an after seven fan no I listened to a few songs but um how you and i can't stop stop i love that song that's what i'm saying i love a few songs but a whole like can you listen to a whole album from yes no after seven has enough hints to put out a greatest hit but then it makes you want to just crawl in the bed and go to sleep bro what All right. Anyway, we are wrapping up this show. Uh, we want to thank you for being a part of the Why she like this? 
Why did she do this? And thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, soon oh, we'll be able to say this episode is sponsored by, but that's coming. That is we working coming. on it. We working on it. That is coming. Um, until then, we will see y'all next week, and I'll be um, recording from a remote location. I'll share next it week. Ain't, it ain't trust me. It ain't special. I know she had. It's special. Um, do us a favor, like, subscribe, like, share, subscribe. Um, our social media channels are up. Uh, our Twitter page was just launched. Um, so you can follow us at the Culture Gumbo Pod everywhere. Um, also, uh, look for our podcast, our other podcasts that are coming up. Um, you see, I'm not 20 anymore behind you. I think that's dead, though. I think she's going to come back with some fire. Um, yeah. You can catch me on Mondays on the 494 podcast. You can catch me on Tuesdays uh, on the main card on the MTMV network. Um, a shout out to y'all, man, for just listening and supporting us, man. We coming. We appreciate y'all. We do this for y'all. Uh, we hope y'all have a wonderful weekend. Shout out to my Philadelphia Phillies who are going to the NLCS. You see the hat, man. Support the squad, man. What up, Philly? Philly. Um, y'all have a wonderful Philly. night. And of course, because y'all ain't really got no teams where you from. Um, shut up. We have the Nets. Well, it was Brooklyn Nets. The Nets we right. have the um, we have the hockey team. You can't even name the hockey team. <laughs> because I don't watch hockey. Exactly. So I'm not trying to hear it. Y'all... Well, that's because they bought the net. So whatever. Okay. Stop it. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next Thursday.